Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. God bless you. Such a joy to come into your homes. We love you. And if you're ever in our area, I hope you'll stop by and be a part of one of our services. But thanks for tuning in today. I like to start with something funny. And I heard about this minister that died. and He was standing at the pearly gates. And in front of him was a man dressed in a loud shirt, blue jeans, and wearing sunglasses. Peter said, what's your name? He said, my name's Joe Cohen. I'm a taxi cab driver, New York City. Peter checked his list and handed him a gold staff and a silk robe and said, welcome to heaven. The minister stepped up and said, I'm Reverend Joseph Snow, pastor of St. Mary's Cathedral. Peter checked his list and handed him a cotton robe and a wooden staff. He said, wait a minute, that's not right. The taxi cab driver got a silk robe and a gold staff. How could that be? Peter said, sir, up here we work by results. And when you preached, people slept. But when he drove, people prayed. (laughs) All right. Hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about how God has equipped you with everything you need to fulfill your destiny. The scripture tells us we are anointed. The word anointing is defined as courage, strength, and ability. That means you are well able to do what God's called you to do. You can accomplish your goals, You have the ideas, the creativity, the talent to be successful. You can overcome any obstacle. You've been armed with strength for every battle. The forces that are for you are greater than the forces that are against you. Being anointed means that God's already lined up the right people to come across your path. He's already lined up the right breaks. You have everything you need to live a victorious life. Not an average life, not a barely get by, mediocre life. You were created to excel. You have seeds of greatness on the inside. We were never supposed to drag around, barely making it. We're supposed to live an abundant life. You may not have seen it in the past, but if you'll stay in faith, it's just a matter of time. It's on its way. Don't settle where you are. Don't have a weak, defeated mentality. No, put your shoulders back. Have the attitude, I am anointed. I can accomplish my dreams. I can overcome any obstacle. I've been equipped and empowered by the creator of the universe. Well, you say, Joel, I've had a lot of disappointments. I've tried and failed. I think I've reached my limits. No, you may have been through a lot. You may have had some bad breaks in life. But it's not over until God says it's over. The enemy always fights you the hardest when he knows God has something great in store. You may have been through tough times, but let me announce to you, you're coming into a new season. The winds are changing in your favor. 
the breath of Almighty God is blowing in your direction. And if you'll release your faith and believe, then you're going to see new seasons in your health, new seasons in your finances, new seasons in your career. You've been faithful. You've seen it happen for others. But God is saying, this is your time to shine. This is your time to come up higher. Why don't you let that seed take root? In Mark chapter five, there was a woman that had been sick for 12 years. The doctors had given her no hope. She was very down and discouraged. But one day she heard that Jesus was coming through her town. And something deep on the inside said to her, this is your season. This is your time to get well. This is your time to be free. In the natural, when she saw all the people around him, she thought, I'll never get to him. It's so crowded and I'm weak. I don't feel well. I just don't think I can do this. She almost missed her season. But instead of dwelling on those negative, can't do it thoughts, she started reminding herself, I am anointed. I can do what I need to do. I've been armed with strength for this battle. She got her mind going in the right direction. And she started pressing her way through the crowd, moving people out of the way. I can imagine hearing her say, excuse me, but this is my season. Pardon me, I don't mean to be rude, but this is my time to get well. She finally got to Jesus and touched the edge of his robe. And instantly she was made whole. And Jesus said to her there in Mark 5, 34, daughter, your faith has made you well. Notice it's our faith that activates God's power. And it's easy to sit back and think, oh, Joel, it's not going to be my season. I haven't had anything good happen in three years. I've missed all kinds of opportunities. No, you have to shake off that defeated mindset and dare to believe. Dare to rise up and say, this is my season. This is my time to be free. I was thinking about how in a few months, in May of 2008, Lakewood will enter into our 50th year. And in the scripture... The 50th year is very significant. It's called the year of Jubilee. It was the year all the debt was canceled. It was the year that the slaves were released and all the property was returned back to the original owners. The year of Jubilee was a great time of celebration where people were set free and restored. And I know it's just symbolic, but I'm bold enough to believe that you and I are coming into our year of Jubilee. It's going to be a time where you see God's favor in a greater way. You're going to get supernatural breaks, supernatural opportunities. The year of Jubilee is when you're going to be released from debt and lack. You're going to be set free from bondages of addictions and wrong mindsets. It's going to be a time where health is going to flow through you in a new way. The sicknesses, the pains that have held you back for years, in the year of Jubilee, everything is restored. And I know some of you have had a lot of negativity in your past, and it's easy to just settle where you are, but I'm asking you to dig your heels in and have the attitude, this is a new day, I am coming into my year of Jubilee, every bondage, every limitation is being broken off of me, I am anointed, I am equipped. I'm not staying where I am. I'm coming up higher. This is my season. I love to think about the fact that God has already equipped us with everything we need. We don't have to struggle and try to make things happen. It's already in you. The strength, the creativity, the ideas. 
God's already lined up the right people. He's already given you the breaks you need. I was reading about a small spider. We've all seen how a spider spins the web to try to capture other insects. The web is filled with a very sticky substance. When another insect comes in contact with it, it doesn't just get tangled, it actually gets stuck. And that's why sometimes a big dragonfly can get caught in a small web. A spider, maybe a hundred times smaller than that dragonfly, captures him and will have him for dinner. But have you ever thought about if the web is so sticky, how can the spider that even made the web walk across it without getting stuck? Seems like he would get caught in his own trap. But the way God made the spider is it naturally produces an oil that flows down to its legs and it makes it possible to just glide across that web. In other words, the reason the spider doesn't get stuck is because of the anointing that's on its life. And some of you in the natural, you should have given up a long time ago. You've had so many obstacles to overcome. Other people in your same situation just settled right where they were, but not you. You just kept on keeping on. Why? Because you know you're anointed. And like that little spider, the anointing is the oil that lubricates us and keeps things from sticking. People talking behind your back at work, trying to ruin your reputation, trying to make you look bad. A lot of people get mad. A lot of people try to get even. Not you. It just glides off of you. Why? Because you're all oiled up. When you walk in your anointing, nothing's going to stick to you. Nothing's going to pull you down. I remember growing up, I used to go to the beach and play football with a bunch of my friends. And back then, I would put that Hawaiian tropic oil all over me (laughs) to keep from getting a sunburn. And I'm already kind of fast, But with that oil, nobody could tackle me. (laughs) Big guys, twice my size, they would grab me, I'd slip right out of their hands. (laughs) I had an advantage, I was all oiled up. That's the way it is with you. When you walk in your anointing, things that should bring you down won't. Maybe you get laid off from the job, you should be discouraged, you should be down, but you stay in faith and you end up getting a better job. Maybe a relationship comes to an end. It was unfair. You should be bitter. You should be upset, but you stay in faith and God opens up another door. And when you face tough times, you have to remind yourself, I've been anointed for this. I'm not going to get negative. I'm not going to lose my joy. I'm going to stay full of praise. I know God is in control and I believe he can take what was meant for my harm and turn it around and use it to my advantage. Many of you, when you look back in life, you can think I shouldn't be where I am today. How did I make it through those difficult times? How did I make it through the loss of my loved one? How did I make it through that sickness? It was the anointing God put on your life. He gave you strength when you didn't think you could go on. He gave you joy when you should have been discouraged. He opened up a door when you didn't see any way out. Now you can look back and say with me, where would I have been if it had not been for the goodness of God in my life? When I first started ministering, I didn't really know if I could do this. There were times I was tempted to be discouraged. My personality is to try to please everyone. And I'd hear one complaint or one criticism. And I think, oh no, I've got to change. And at times it felt like so much was coming against me and I was just tempted to give up. But one night I had a dream. It was very clear, very vivid. I knew it wasn't a normal dream. This has only happened twice in my life. And in this dream, I was running through a large field 
And these planes were flying very low overhead, dropping bombs all around me. It's like it's right out of a movie scene. And these bombs would hit so close and I would brace just waiting for the shrapnel to hit me. They must not have been 15 feet away and the noise was deafening. I thought it was the end, but every time somehow those bombs would miss me. This happened four or five times and in my dream, I was so amazed to still be alive. And I ended up running to this little house and hiding in a room, so afraid. I could hear the soldiers going by and I hoped they didn't see me. I hoped they wouldn't check in there. But then my worst nightmare came true. They burst through the doors. They had their guns drawn, pointed right at me. And I thought, well, that's it. I'm done. It's over. But much to my amazement, they turned around and went out. It was like I had been invisible to them. And I woke up and I felt a peace like I'd never felt before. And deep down in here, I heard God saying to me so strongly, Joel, things may be exploding all around you, but I've got you in the palm of my hand. He said, if you will keep your trust in me, no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Now, every time things come against me, I just remind myself I am anointed. This is not going to stick to me. God is guiding and protecting me. Right now in your life, God's going before you, making your crooked places straight. He's making your rough places smooth. You may be in a difficult time, but it's not the end. It's only the beginning. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand. But God says, it's not going to harm you. I've equipped you. I've empowered you. You are anointed. You may feel like you're in a dry season. You haven't seen a lot of God's goodness. But if you'll get your joy back, if you'll start speaking words of faith, God promised he'll anoint your head with oil and your cup will run over. And some of you need some fresh oil. It starts with your attitude. Don't go around complaining. Don't go around focused on the negative. Put on that attitude of praise. You may have some big problems, but let me tell you, we serve a big God. And the good news is he has already equipped you with what you need to overcome. I saw something fascinating about a little fish. It's called a Moses sole. It's a little flounder that's found over in the Red Sea. And also in those waters are large sharks. And these sharks would typically like to eat this kind of fish. But back in the early 1970s, a group of researchers noticed something interesting about this little Moses sole. All the other fish in this category, the same size and weight, would be eaten by these sharks but they found the sharks would not eat that Moses soul. And the reason why they discovered was the Moses soul has a unique defense system. When it senses any kind of danger, it releases poisonous toxins from its glands. And these toxins literally cause the shark's jaws to freeze. It showed a picture of this shark with his mouth open. The little Moses soul was right in the middle. All the shark had to do was bite down and there was dinner. The only problem was it couldn't do it. God put something in that little fish to protect it. As long as it was around, the shark could not close its jaws. The shark had to get away for a few minutes before the jaws would be released. I was thinking about when that little fish is in the middle of the shark's mouth, his blood pressure doesn't go up. He doesn't run call 911. He doesn't get depressed and say, just my luck. That preacher told me it's going to be my year of Jubilee. 
I should have known he's going to be the Sharkshire Jubilee. He just goes about his business. He knows he's anointed. He knows he's special. God ordained before the foundation of the world that that little fish would be protected from that type of enemy. So he just rests in who God made him to be. If you can ever get a revelation that you are a child of the Most High God, you don't just have a unique defense system. God's breathed his very life into you. He's crowned you with his glory and honor. He surrounded you with his favor like a shield. He said when the enemy comes against you one way, he will defeat them and cause them to flee seven different ways. When those thoughts come telling you, you're never going to come into your season. You're never going to be well. You're never going to rise any higher. You know how to release the poisonous toxins to defeat the enemy? You start speaking God's word. No, I know I am more than a conqueror. I am the head, not the tail. I am a victor and not a victim. Well, it looks like you hadn't been feeling well. Yes, that's true. But I know God's restoring health unto me. Well, I heard they may lay people off at your office. Yes, but I know if one door closes, God's going to open up another door. Well, I heard somebody say, you're going to try to teach out in the children's ministry. You really think you can do that? I don't think so. I know so. I'm anointed. I'm equipped. I am well able. If you'll stay in faith like that, meditating on God's word, speaking his promises, just like that shark, the enemy can't harm you. God always causes you to triumph. I think about a young lady in the Bible. Her name was Esther. She had a lot of obstacles to overcome. Esther was an orphan. Her parents were no longer alive, and now she was living in poverty. In the natural, she didn't have much of a future, but Esther had a relative by the name of Mordecai. Mordecai was a godly man. For years, he had spoken faith into Esther. Even though Esther had all these disadvantages, even though the odds were against her, he would say things like, Esther, you're going to do great things in life. God's got his hand on you. You are special. You are equipped. You are anointed. Year after year, Esther heard those words of faith and they got down on the inside. It became ingrained in her thinking. One day, the king was searching for a new queen. He had his men go out and find the most beautiful girl in each of the 127 provinces that he was in charge of. They were going to have a beauty pageant and choose the next queen. It just so happened they chose Esther as one of the 127. Well, you say, Joel, I just don't have the right connections. Neither did Esther. I don't have the money. Neither did Esther. I don't have the education. Neither did Esther. Well, Joel, I'm living in the projects. So was Esther. What am I saying? We're thinking so often about what we can't do while God's trying to tell us what we can do. We're thinking ordinary while God is planning extraordinary. Let me challenge you. Don't water down your dream. Don't accept less than what God's put in your spirit. Dream big dreams. Dare to believe you can do something great in life. Like Esther, you may have a lot of disadvantages. The odds may be stacked against you, but understand with God, there's no such thing as a disadvantage. So they had this big beauty pageant, 127 girls there, but God caused the king to choose Esther. If you stay in faith, God will give you the breaks you need. He'll cause the right people to like you. His favor will make you stand out in the crowd. I don't believe it was just physical beauty that caused the king to choose her. 
There were other beautiful girls. It was because of her inner beauty. Esther believed that she was anointed. She believed she was something special. She had been taught about the goodness of her God. And the scripture says, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. That means other people don't control your destiny. God does. He's already lined up the right breaks, the right people that you need. But you have to do your part and believe that you're anointed. Believe that you have favor. And when one door closes, don't just sit back and say, too bad. Believe that God will open up another door. Believe that God will get people in the right position. About a year ago, I was meeting with one of our staff members. He was going over some of the interviews we were going to do concerning my new book. And I noticed this one national newspaper on his list. He had it crossed off. And I made the comment how they had never written anything about us before. And he said, no, and they never will. I said, really, why not? He said, well, the man in charge doesn't particularly like you. And he told me straight up, he will never do an article on our ministry. Well, I saw that as a challenge. And I told my friend, you watch, I'm gonna believe that we're gonna have favor with that newspaper and one day we're gonna get a good article. Well, about two months ago, my friend, the staff member, called me and said, I've got an interview lined up with this very newspaper. I said, well, I thought you said they'd never do that. He said, I did, but the man in charge got moved to another division. <laughs> and he said, now this new reporter really loves you. I got on the phone with her. It's like talking to my mother. She thought I was the greatest thing in the world. She watches every program, reads every book. Listen, if you'll stay in faith, God will move people out of the way to get you to your divine destiny. Understand, no other person can keep you from becoming all God's created you to be. You may feel like there's somebody in your path right now that's holding you back like that old goat in mine. I mean, that man in mine. <laughs> that person cannot stop you from your divine destiny. The scripture says no person can stand against our God. Don't get bitter. Don't try to make things happen. Just keep believing. Keep declaring God's favor and he'll fight your battles for you and get you to where you're supposed to be. A young man told me just the other day how he applied for a scholarship at a certain college but the man in charge wasn't very friendly to him. Academically, he was very qualified. He had great grades, but this man, it was up to him and he just decided to turn him down. And my friend, this young man was so discouraged. He said, Joel, I just don't understand why it didn't work out. I told him what I'm telling you. It's not over until God says it's over. I said, every day you need to say, Father, thank you that you have the right people in my path and I have favor with everyone that I meet. Several months later, I saw him. He was so excited. He said, Joel, I got a better scholarship. I said, really, where are you going to school? He said, I'm going to the same school. But he told how that man called him back and said, I cannot get you off my mind. I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about you. I drive to work thinking about you. I eat dinner thinking about you. He said, I'm gonna give you a scholarship but we don't have any of those left like we talked about. They were partial scholarships. So he said, I'm gonna go ahead and give you one of our full scholarships. <laughs> Friends, God knows how to turn the hearts of people 
And if he doesn't turn them, he can certainly move them out of the way. But bottom line is God is in control. He's got the right people, the right breaks, the right opportunities lined up for you. This is what happened to Esther. She went from being an orphan in poverty with no real future. Now she's in the palace. Now she's royalty. What am I saying? With God, there are no disadvantages. You may have been through bad breaks in life. You may have had some disappointments, but let me encourage you, don't stay on that page. There are new chapters up ahead. The scripture talks about how God has recorded every day of our life before we were ever even born. That means there's a book already written with your life story in it. The good news is it has a great ending, but a lot of people, when they face setbacks or like Esther, they go through disadvantages. They just accept it. They think, oh, this is my lot in life. I'll never get out of this mess, never rise any higher. What's happening? They're getting stuck on that page. But if you'll get your fire back and start pressing forward, believing, expecting, somewhere in your future, you'll come to a new chapter that'll pull it all together. Even those dark times you don't understand right now, it will cause it to all make sense. Stay in faith. The next chapter is coming. A new season is on its way. Here's a key. Esther was taught about the goodness of her God. Mordecai was constantly speaking faith into her, saying things like, Esther, you may be an orphan. You may not have a nice place to lay your head. You may not be wearing pretty clothes, but let me tell you, you're something special, girl. God's got his hand on you. You're going to do great things. And as she heard that over and over, she started believing it. Got down on the inside. She started thinking, I am anointed. I am equipped. This is my season. The truth is, every one of us needs someone speaking faith over us. Victoria told me I was going to pastor this church when I was afraid to get up in front of anyone. She told me I was anointed when I didn't feel anointed. She said, one day you're going to stand before great leaders when I was working behind the scenes, running camera. She spoke faith, victory, increase into me. Somebody has to stir up your seeds of greatness. Joshua had Moses. Elisha had Elijah. Timothy had Paul. You may not have anyone speaking victory in your life right now, but allow me to be your Mordecai. Let me tell you, you were created for greatness. You have the seed of Almighty God in you. There is no obstacle that you cannot overcome. There is no disadvantage that can hold you back. You're in the palm of God's hand. He has equipped you. He has empowered you. The right people are already in your path. He's already released favor into your future. You're coming into new seasons of increase. The dreams that you've given up on, God's going to resurrect those dead dreams. The family members you've written off, God's going to restore those relationships. He's going to breathe new life into your health new life into your finances, new life into your career. I can hear God saying, you're coming in to your year of Jubilee. This is your time to come up higher. This is your time to be free. Why don't you do like that lady that pressed through the crowd and rise up and say, yes, this is for me. This is my season. If you do that, you'll see God's goodness in a greater way. Like Esther, God will take you places you've never dreamed of. And my prayer is that every one of you will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are equipped, 
you are anointed and your best days are not behind you. They're still out in front of you. Amen. Do you receive it today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed of. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.